0: Shortly after graduating from high school, I moved from southern Michigan to Colorado Springs, Colorado. When I initially moved there, I started uh, working on a painting crew. And we would go and, and paint these track homes that were being built out on the eastern side of the city. And welcome back to episode number five of the Tunnel Coder podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me today and... I hope you're having an awesome day or night wherever you are, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And I wanted to just talk to you today a little bit about something they call the imposter syndrome. And this is this sort of phenomenon where you have some particular skill that you're learning or that you already have. And you might have this struggle where you don't have this correct assessment of, your own skills internally versus your ability to portray those things externally. And sometimes this imposter syndrome can be kind of a big deal for software engineers and really hold them back. So I want to just discuss that a little bit today and uh, how that might uh, be involved in your journey to learn how to code. So thanks again for so thanks again for tuning in and I hope you're having an awesome day or night wherever you are. So, it wasn't something that I thought I wanted to do long term, and that made me open to finding new opportunities. And so, uh, one day I met this guy named Andy, and he told me how he was working on a construction crew, but it was a company that he was actually a uh, partner of uh, the owners. And so, apparently, there was two other guys and himself so there was three partners and they had started this construction company together and they were uh, experiencing a major boom and building just a ton of houses because the population was exploding so fast and so being that i grew up as the son of a builder myself uh, my my dad being a builder and a a carpenter my whole life uh, i had spent some time building houses with my dad and I had the opportunity uh, throughout high school to build probably, I don't know, four or five houses from the ground up with my dad. And so at that point, I felt relatively sure about my skills and I felt uh, like it was something that I understood and knew how to do. So I went out to lunch with uh, this guy, Andy, and his other one of his other partners. And I was able to talk to them about all my skills and you know, uh, construction ability and all this stuff. And everything seemed really great. So they ended up assigning me on as a partner with them. And of course, I was extremely excited because I thought this was my big break and I'd be able to leave uh, painting those track homes. And, you know, I was only 19 at the time. And I thought, man, this is super amazing that I'm able to start working as a partner of a construction company. And I had, you know, a couple days, I think it was over the weekend where after I had uh, signed some paperwork with them, I had some time to think it over and I was just like super excited and thinking, you know, man, this is, wow, like I'm only 19 and I just moved out here and I've got this opportunity and I was so happy. And so that next Monday I started work and uh, it was one of those experiences I'll just never forget. It was uh, it's such a foundational experience for me in so many ways, uh, both positive and negative. And so I showed up on the job site and, you know, right away, you know, we, you know, pulled out all all of our equipment and put on our, uh, you know, those pouches that uh, you wear when you're doing construction, the leather pouch and got your hammer and all your tools and everything and put on my belt and, and, and had all the equipment and, uh, you know, went up onto the, to the job site and we're on this house and the house was being framed in. And so I was relatively sure I knew what to do, and, and you know, we all kind of talked about the day and talked about what the plan of attack was and everything, and I remember they uh, pointed me towards the blueprints and, you know, told me to go work on this section of the house where there were some windows that needed to be built, and so I'd done this kind of thing before with my dad, so I knew, you know, what the blueprints were all about and everything, so I went over and started reading the prints and. It became very clear to me right away, like within minutes, I started to have sweat building up on the on my forehead and I, I realized right away that I had gotten in way over my head. And I think it's because I was young. I didn't realize that there was a huge gap in my perceived understanding of my knowledge at the time. Uh, you know, with all the things I had done with my dad to build houses, it had just seemed like I knew what I was talking about. And I could really talk all the talk. And I and I knew all the language. And I think that's why it sounded like I was a good fit for this job. But as the week wore on, uh, every day was was more and more excruciating. I found myself uh, trying to do the work and, you know, looking at the, the blueprint and, and going back over and, and looking at the section that I was working on, and uh, I was just trying my hardest. I nailed a few things together and, you know, kind of built this really poor looking version of of the window space that I was supposed to be building. And it just became, I mean, it became obvious like on the, fir- towards the end of the first day that I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, the guy that I initially talked to, the main partner kept coming over and saying things like, hey, brother, how's it going? You uh, getting along fine here and anything we can help you with? And, you know, at first it started out really sort of innocuous. And I kind of had a feeling they knew that I was like sweating it, but I think they didn't realize the depth of the issue. So they were just kind of feeling it out. And, um, you know, day one went by and, you know, being, you know, a, a, a professional builder, I should have been able to Had that stuff done right away. And so, um, and the fact that I didn't just really didn't look good for me. So as the days went on, I think I, I ended up staying like four days on the job site from like Monday to Thursday or something like that. But as every day went on, uh, you know, it became increasingly clear that I didn't know what I was doing. And so, um, the partner came over and eventually was like, Hey, you know, it looks like you're having trouble and why don't you go try working on this other section over here and it kinda seemed like maybe they were uh feeling bad for me and trying to help me save face or something and you know, towards the end of the week, uh I just I knew what I needed to do. I needed to face up to them and tell them all that I had gotten into something not maliciously and not with ill intent, you know, I didn't have any intent to deceive them. I literally thought that I could do the work and then, you know, just really uh, wasn't aware of my sort of skill gap between the mental representation of what I thought I could do and the actual ability. And so the reason why I'm telling you this is because when I think back about it, it reminds me of something that I've struggled with a lot after becoming a software engineer, and that is what they call the imposter syndrome. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's pretty common among software developers, and I'm assuming it's probably fairly common in other uh, domains as well. But it basically is this idea that you uh, don't deserve all the accolades you've gotten or all the success you've had because deep down you're truly just waiting for someone to unveil you as a fraud, that you don't truly know what you believe you know. And here's actually the Wikipedia definition. It says, Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as, quote, a fraud. Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon remain convinced that they are frauds and that they do not deserve all that they have achieved. And I wonder if... You know, sometimes that describes many of us that are trying to learn really, well, really anything. I mean, I know a lot of software engineers and software developers really struggle with this because I've read a lot about this on various um, forums like Quora and different places where you find people talking about developer jobs and things like that. And I know that this is a major issue. I've read also read articles on Medium.com where software engineers have just come right out and talk about how they struggle with this imposter syndrome. Many times the struggle is, you know, really just that it's a struggle, especially with a lot of software engineers. It's probably most likely the case that they really truly do know, you know, uh, plenty in their field and they're plenty capable and uh, able to do good work. But it's just this sort of internal struggle that they have that seems to hold them back long term. And the reason why I bring up the story in the beginning about working to become a partner with the construction company is because i think there's a big difference between when we're young and don't have a very good picture of our true abilities and when we're older and we uh you know truly do have abilities that we've acquired over some period of time and when i was younger working on that job crew i was 19 or 20 years old and it's very common Uh, In your younger years, to struggle with this issue of having kind of a mismatch between your sort of internal representation of yourself and those things that you can really do. Um, And I think that's probably because our personality is still developing. We're still learning what we can do. We're still trying to understand, you know, truly who we are and where we fit. I don't know. I I probably should have maybe known better. Um, I really did believe that I could do the work in the beginning and I thought back about this many times over the years and what I realized was that I had allowed my dad to basically you know kind of walk me through and hold my hand with like a lot of different things that I had done on the job site without really realizing it and I think again that was because I was so young but I had had a situation you know where pretty much anything I'd wanted to do around the job site or anything I needed to do Um, If I had any kind of problem, I would just ask my dad and he would, you know, help me figure it out and help me fix it. And so for some reason that kind of faded into the background and I didn't realize that that was truly going on. So when I was assessing my abilities, I was thinking of myself as having done those things and I was forgetting that I was, you know, requiring a lot of help and that that's how I was, you know, able to accomplish the things that I did on the job site. And so I think I think that makes sense when we're younger, you know, because we're still, like I said, trying to get some life experience and trying to match up our understanding of ourselves uh, with the true outward reality of who we are. And, you know, I think to some extent, we will probably always struggle with these types of things as human beings, because there is this sort of outward external part of us, and then there's this internal part. And most of the time, I think those two areas are are well synchronized but i think you know sometimes it can be a struggle to match up that sort of internal reality with the external reality and so in a lot of ways imposter syndrome as a software engineer if you are truly somebody that can do the work it turns out it's probably more like the opposite of the scenario that i had painted at the open of the episode and that's you really do possess the ability to do this work on your own, but when faced with moving to the next level or putting yourself out there and really promoting your abilities, you you always sort of assess yourself lower than you truly are. And I think this is one of the things in life that can really hold us back. I think that uh, I know for myself, it's it's definitely been something that I've mm-hmm. seen in my life Uh, work negatively against, you know, being able to move up in my career and things like that. Uh, I remember when I was doing IT work uh, about 10 years ago uh, and I was working in Northern California running my own IT service business. There were many times that I was wanting to go after new clients and new work and I would have this sort of internal struggle where I would spend some time thinking, you know, or trying not to allow myself to think, oh, you can't do this, or this isn't something that you're able to do. But instead, pushing myself forward and saying, no, you've got this, you, you can do this work, you know, you've done this work in the past, and you are good at this. And you, you know that you've accomplished things in this area. And so, you know, I did go ahead and push myself forward and get new clients and was able to take my career to the next level. In that way. But I think it will always be sort of a human struggle for most of us, unless, of course, you're that one lucky person that has this perfect and complete picture of your external reality mapped to your internal reality and you have the confidence to always back that up. And I have some pretty high doubts that there is really anyone like that, although some are probably more like that than others. But I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, the imposter syndrome and how it, you know, can be something that especially creeps in, in the software engineering field. And so if you're somebody that's just beginning to start your endeavor to learn how to code, I want to just warn you that this will probably be something that you'll struggle with as you continue to move forward and continue to learn more and more. You'll always sort of have this kind of, um, Specter, like sitting on your shoulder, you know, telling you that you're not really capable of the things that, you know, you've learned or that you haven't learned enough or that you need to know more, you know, you'll go out and read on uh, Stack Overflow or read some, you know, article on Medium or something and find that, you know, where you once thought you were doing really well and you were starting to feel pretty confident You'll read about somebody else that's maybe just a little bit farther down the road than you, and there will be this tendency to allow it to kind of derail you mentally and make you feel like, oh man, I haven't really learned as much as I thought I have. And, and I just really wanted to encourage you guys today that if that's you, if you're learning how to code and wherever you're at in that journey, uh, that if you find yourself struggling with that sort of mental issue of, you know, feeling like you don't measure up. To just really keep on pressing forward and realize that everybody was at the place that you are right now at some point. And even the most amazing software engineers, you know, had to to learn at square one at some point. Right. And uh I remember my uh either my grandpa or my dad used to always say, everyone pulls on their pants the exact same way every morning, you know, or something to that effect. And you know, it's really true. I mean, uh, all of us are really in the same boat. I mean, we all start out as babies and we all acquire knowledge in basically the same way, and we all have this journey. So I just want to encourage you to not let the journey of others derail your journey or diminish your journey or make you feel uh, less than as an engineer or make you feel like, you know, uh, that you. Aren't continuing on the path the way that you would like to. I want you to just really focus on cutting that out. And if those types of things tend to cause you trouble, then maybe just cut those types of articles out and only, you know, read the ones that, uh, you know, are positive in the sense that, you know, they're teaching you some specific goal or some specific thing that you want to learn. And then just leave it at that and don't spend a lot of time looking around for. You know maybe evidence of all these other people that are better than you at this point so anyway i just wanted to give you a little bit of advice as somebody that's been down this journey before and learning how to code and i sincerely hope that this isn't something that any of you struggle with but i know that most likely you probably will encounter this at some point in your career so i want to thank you again for joining the podcast today and Hope you're having an awesome day or an awesome night wherever you are, and I hope you continue to tune in, and we'll talk to you soon.